Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket and try to analyze them. And today we're looking at IPL 2020. IPL 2020 has reached a junction where the league stage is over. And now we're moving into the knockouts. Now that means it's the perfect time to pick a team of the tournament. Since every team has played 14 games, every player has got an equal am- amount of opportunities to perform for their team. Therefore, it's safe to pick a team at the end of the league stage instead of at the end of the tournament because then some players get 17 games, some players get 16 games, some players get 15 games, and that makes things very confusing when you look at average and strike rates because T20 cricket is like that. It's a very shorter. It's a, it's the shortest format of the game, so even an extra game or an extra boundary here and there can really change numbers and still. statistics so let's go into the team now before we actually start i'm going to list out some criterias that we're following while making a team because you can also pick a team of just 11 batsmen and four bowlers or seven batsmen three bowlers you can do anything with a team so there have to be some specifics and those specifics are like any other ipl team there have to be four overseas players and seven indian players in this particular side and players have to largely be picked to play on the numbers where they've performed and got most of their runs or taken most of their wickets this more applies to the batsmen because by the time you get down to the bowlers they only have two or three balls to bat in any case especially when you go to 9 10 and 11 so mainly for the batsmen they're mainly going to be picked to perform in the places where they've got majority of their runs the best way to explain this is with an example of somebody like a chris gale where chris gale was a catalyst for the kings 11 punjab got majority of his runs at number 3 but because there are so many other players who have better numbers and have scored more runs than chris gale at number 3 chris gale does not make this side despite his contribution to the ipl and in the end of course it does come down to personal preference so let's select this team for ipl 2020 and let's pick our openers first and i think it's very difficult to look past kl rahul as the opener with over 600 runs in the ipl KL Rahul will hold the orange cap by the end of the tournament there's no doubt about that and KL Rahul has to be the first opener but who opens with him because you can pick Mayank Agarwal who's opened with him at the Kings 11 Punjab but because of his injury in the later stages of the tournament Mayank Agarwal's performance is really tapered off Quinton de Kock was incredible for the Mumbai Indians and he's also a left-hander which adds some depth to the batting lineup since his right-hand left-hand combination is quite lethal Rohit Sharma he got ruled out because of an injury Shubman Gill had very good numbers but once again the striker was a bit of a problem so once again we are picking a left-hander but it's not Quinton de Kock because overseas players will be needed later down this side so really it was a direct trade-off between Mayank Agarwal Quinton de Kock and Shikhar Dhawan and Shikhar Dhawan gets picked by process of elimination for the simple reason that The overseas slots go to different players, so Quinton de Kock can't be picked. And Mayank Agarwal and KL Rahul—they're both right-handers, and there's not that many right-handers in this side up until number six or number seven. So, slightly controversial decision, but KL Rahul and Shikhar Dhawan will be the openers for this side. Then number three and four were the easiest picks of all. There's a reason Bangalore have been so dominant this year and have finished the, the points and have finished the league stage at number three in the points table, number three or number four. They have qualified, so Virat Kohli and Ab De Villiers will be three and four in this particular side. De Villiers will bat four and take up the first overseas slot. Then number five, and I'm going to leave number five because once again that's where the balance element comes in. 
Then we move to number six. And I know CSK haven't played that well in the IPL, but if you're looking at seam bowling and spin bowling all-rounders for number six and number seven, it's very difficult to look past Sam Cullen and Zavinzer Jadeja. Our number five will end up being a finisher. Jadeja has shown he can strike the ball really well. He's got a 160-plus striker in the IPL. Cullen is also has a very good strike rate. They're both very capable batsmen. So, Sam Cullen and Zavinza Jadeja. Sam Cullen takes up the second overseas player spot. And Jadeja will be one of the spin bowlers in the side as well. So, between Cullen and Jadeja, not only do they give you a lot of batting firepower lower down the order, they also give you about seven overs of bowling between the two of them. And they've obviously carried CSK throughout this entire IPL, being the two, being really the only two players who you could constantly rely on as a CSK fan. So that's the top seven leaving number five. We haven't forgotten about number five yet. Then number eight. Now, number eight has to be a spinner, right? And when you're thinking of spinners, you have to pick Rashid Khan. But we're not picking Rashid Khan in this side for the simple reason there was one spinner who picked up 20 wickets in this IPL. Rashid Khan got 13 I mean, Mumbai Indians and Sunrise Hyderabad still have one game to go. Rashid Khan got 13 wickets in the IPL at the time this is being recorded. And Yuzvendra the Chehel picked up 20 wickets in IPL 2020 and really carried the RCB bowling lineup and is one of the majority and is one of the reasons, or if not the reason, that they have qualified for the playoffs. So Chehel makes this side in the back of 20 wickets at a very good economy rate. And then you pick 9 and 10. Now, number 9 was very easy to pick because really there have been two fast bowlers. 9 and 10 were very easy to pick because there were two fast bowlers who were just the best, the best in the world, have come and performed at the best stage in the world. And number 10 and number 9 have to be the two current best bowlers in the world right now. Kagiso Rabada as the third overseas player and Jaspreet Bumrah as the death bowling specialist. And now we come to number 11. We haven't forgotten about 5 yet. Now, when you think about 5 and 11, there's two combinations you can think of because Jofra Archer was absolutely fantastic in the power play. But if you play Jofra Archer, all of a sudden you've used up all of your overseas slots. And the only Indian batsman who performed well at number 5 or can potentially perform well at number 5 is Shreya Sayal, who's got over 400 runs in the IPL at a very decent strike rate. But the moment you play Shreya Sayada at 5, your finishing power becomes slightly depleted. And also there was one player at number 5 who just has to be there in every T20 side. That's Kyron Pollard. So given the fact that Pollard has to be there, you can no longer play Archer because you're only allowed to play 4 overseas players. Hence, you need to find an Indian pacer to take Archer's place. Mohammad Shami is a very similar bowler to Jofra Archer, had very similar numbers and picked up 20 wickets. So really, there's a bit of a trade-off between a Pollard-Shami combination, which maybe adds a bit more to the batting than it does to the bowling, and an Ayer-Archer combination, which adds more to the bowling than it does to the batting. But honestly, in any T20 team, I don't know how you can leave Pollard out. So though Archer and Ayer have both been fantastic in the IPL, I'm going with the Pollard-Shami combination because I just don't see how you can leave a player like Pollard out in any T20 side. He does, after all, have the highest strike rate in the IPL. And with Kohli, De Villiers, Pollard, Cullen and Jadeja making up number 3 till number 7, I think that's a serious batting lineup with a lot of bowling options as well. So that's the team. And who's captain? Mumbai Indians are top of the table. RCB have also qualified. KL Rahul led 
Punjab to what was almost a fantastic com- uh, comeback. But given the fact that there was no Rohit Sharma and Mumbai Indians are still at the top of the table. I know they have a fantastic team, but I think Pollard has led Mumbai Indians absolutely fantastically in this IPL. So Kylan Pollard is going to be the captain of this side as well. Another reason why you really had to choose the Pollard-Shami combination instead of the Ayer-Archer combination because there was no captain sticking out in the remaining nine players, even though Bangalore have done really well. I just think Pollard as a captain was very good for the Mumbai Indians. So just a quick recap of the side. KL Rahul and Shikhal Dhawan to open the batting, followed by Virat Kohli, A.B. de Villiers, then Kyron Pollard as captain in the first all-rounder, Sam Curran as another all-rounder and bowler, Ravindra Jadeja as your number seven and arguably the best fielder in the side, then Yuzvendra Chehel, Kagiso Rabada, Justin Bumrah and Mohammad Shami, all four bowlers with 20-plus wickets in the IPL or 20 wickets in the IPL. And I think that's a pretty decent team that can take on any side in the world. 